Welcome to Inside Abode. We are, um, I don't know how many we've done now in quarantine, but hopefully you guys are listening in and, um, you know, I want to first apologize for the audio quality. I mean, it is what it is. We're working with what we have, but I think that it's important that we still continue to create this content for you because some of it's really helpful and hopefully our goal is to be informative um, and add value to whatever it is you, you have going on in your life right now. So, with this one, we have a special guest with us, and would you like to introduce yourself? Sure, I'm Stephanie Spiro, and um, I work at Windermere Boat, and this is my 22nd year of real estate, and uh, I'm happy to be on the podcast today. Yeah, well, thank you for, for coming on and talking on this topic, because I think it's a really timely one, and I really, I just think that the message coming from you is just so important, because um, I think you're just a really relatable person in general. But before we get into the topic of weathering the storm here in this in this situation, um, that goes personally as well. What are you guys doing in the Spiro household to keep? And I ask everybody this: What are you guys doing in the Spiro household to keep uh, keep things somewhat moving forward in a normal way that you normally would in your house? Hmm. Gosh, a normal way I doesn't see. I I, I guess just um. <laughs> having dinners together that's been pretty grounding yeah um but it's been abnormal mostly but in a good way i mean um the the girls are learning to sew which is great mm. a lot of music being written and um i don't know if your kids are like this too but you know they watch a lot of tv initially maybe uh -huh. or you know and then discover well maybe i should branch out a lot of skateboarding going on outside and nice. um yeah so it's it's been actually pretty fun i was thinking about that it's like pretty good timing for me because my kids are getting ready to launch you know my yeah. my son actually had even moved out for a few months and now he's back but okay um you know when when they're teenagers they tend to take off so yep. in a way I'm kind of lucky I've been in a famine of their presence <laughs> and <laughs> you know like you know everybody's been in all different directions so if there's yeah. any good timing this has kind of been been good for for this I suppose you know just having all of them home and being able to really have good conversations and connecting about how they're feeling on it and stuff but yeah so yeah, that's normal, cool. not so much, but but also some silver lining in the situation for sure. Yeah, no, I I, I see that, and just because you guys, you, I I feel like your family has always been like that anyway. I think it feels like you you guys are really grounded um, with all the kids, and I don't know, I just get that sense, and so I think that this just kind of uh, magnifies that. I don't know. I, I I look forward to dinners now. Like I look forward to those. I, I always did before. Like. Yeah. Oh, I do even more. Like, you just gotta enjoy the small things right now, and that's yeah. one of them for me, at least. Absolutely. Dinner time. Yeah. Sitting at the that's table. Cool. And, yeah. I know, and you guys have had your kitchen remodel, so that <laughs> makes it harder. I feel. Oh like man. <laughs> that's a podcast in itself. Yes, I uh, <laughs> I want to hear it. <laughs> that's a podcast. I have a kitchen to remodel. You know, I've been oh, here for man. fifteen years, and I've been enduring this nineteen nineties like. Ultra oh. cheap kitchen. <laughs> and I'm like, my time's coming yeah. someday. It, oh. And you deserve it. You should you should do it upright and you deserve it. Yeah. But um <laughs> so let's talk about weathering the storm. Like uh, 
I really feel like you had a message. We were talking in a, in our ninja group and you were, you were talking about some things the way this podcast even came up was like, you, you just started talking. I was like, and I was just listening. And, um, Latasha, one of our other brokers was listening too. And it's just, I, I felt like you really had some great insight on what it's like to weather the storm as a realtor through a time like this. And so mm-hmm. I just wanted to bring you on to share your thoughts on that and bring it and let and share it with everyone else, because I felt like it was something that everyone needed to hear, you know? So what, what, are, yeah. how did you weather the storm um, in the 2008 uh, recession time? Um, well, it was, um, I was thinking back about that, um, and it was a really strong market and then all of a sudden it just kind of stopped. So in a similar way, it was really shocking for us. Um, and at the time I was pregnant with Juliet and, um, Aaron had joined me in real estate. So, um, it wasn't a very long time because we figured out right away, both of us in sales was not, not going to be a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but it was some pretty hard times. I mean, there, we, I remember us really earnestly looking for a job for Aaron in particular, and our son was seven and, and then we had five, a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and then, you know, one on the way. So it was, you know, I think of Allison O'Hagan in our office right now. And I'm Uh just kind of like, wow, I remember that. And that's like where I was, but with a couple more kids. (laughs) (laughs) So it wasn't like a time I could go out and, and try to find some other work either. Um, so, um, I know I was kind of sharing like, you know, a story of us, you know, really like being broke, you know, (laughs) having really nothing, um, you know, nothing to work with. We had just done a, a whole like remodel to it. We had, we'd done a cash out refinance. We'd done a whole remodel to our, the exterior of our home. Oh, okay. That was completed. And we kind of had depleted that money, but you know, it had been where I was making sales. So I wasn't, yeah. you know, again, a little naive and, and not having savings, not preparing for, you know, I don't know, living paycheck to paycheck, so to speak in that mm-hmm. frame of mind. And so, I mean, but really at that age, how old were you around at that time? Well, I was going to say, I was like, I was 35. Yeah. So, I mean, but I'm not saying it's excuses or nothing, but it's still, uh, it's not any different than how a lot of people live, to be honest. I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't great. Right. Yeah. These are things that you kind of learn over time. So I was just sharing her with her just that, you know, I just remember a time where, we, we needed money. And so we went shopping in our house and had a garage sale and just, you know, we had stuff, we figured we could replace it, you know, someday, but you know, that was just where we were at. That was a reality for us. And, um, you know, we, we never did have our credit affected. We never did miss a mortgage payment, but we came really close. Yeah. And, um, uh, so anyway, it, it was uh, definitely trying times, um, yeah. but, you know, and I think, I think of, I actually think I, I, I weathered it by, I did stay in the business um, and it wasn't just like a year. It was a few years where it was really hard. And it was a few years where my clients would call me and just say, I need to sell my house. And yeah. I would just, I just would know that, you know, they were going to be underwater and 
I would be delivering bad news. And it was like, not once or twice, it was like constantly. So I really almost, I kind of joked after that, that time frame that I needed some serious counseling, but (laughs) in a way my heart was so broken for people. And I think, I think it was like, you know, realtor counseling honestly should have been a thing because it it was really kind of a traumatic experience. Um, And when I think about what I'm most passionate about with real estate, it, it is my clients. So, you know, and I'm, I really don't fit the mold as a quote salesperson. I'm I'm not a very good salesperson, but um, you're pretty good. I mean, (laughs) well, thank you. But I don't have that. Like, I don't fit the profile, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So I really would get, um, you know, really concerned and really, I would just really feel for all my clients. So that was, that was pretty tough. Um, One one thing you just said that I think would be really helpful for a lot of uh, people who are realtors or even just business people in general, but realtors more specifically is when you were having those conversations and you said you had, you know, for people that were underwater and um, not one, but two, but three, how did, did that just like build a muscle for you when you were having those conversations? And do you have any tips for people, for realtors out there who may, depending on where this goes, have to make some of those types of conversations? What did you do to help yourself get ramped up for that one? Well, I think, I think I just felt like it was my duty to, you know, like, and we were going through it together. Like I remember having right. some listings that you know, really at any other point in time, I could, I could put a price on there and be confident it would sell. Mm-hmm. Um, but the market was free falling. So it's like, you almost couldn't reduce the price quick enough. And so we both didn't know. So I think I kind of like, I often say with, with this profession, you have to be humble yeah. in heart because it could change tomorrow, you know? So I think just what I learned from that was, um, just honesty, you know, boy, I don't know what the market's doing, you know, this is, but I, I think, I think I weathered it in that I endured a lot of things. I don't know if I did it really well, but I think in going forward and I'm in such a different place now with my children older, but I would say, you know, what I'm planning to do in this season is, um, you know, really staying in with what's going on currently in the market and the data that is, you know, you, you and Anne have done such a terrific job of, um, you know, really keeping us in the know and educated about, I mean, we, we all have tools of researching, but you've made a real point for our weekly meetings to really go over data and things like that. And that has been so big. It's a big deal. And I think just that transparency on both sides is really important. And that's my, that's my plan. That's good. So I I think if we were to bullet point this thing for people, like transparency is one thing I think. Whether we're in it together, you know, we're in it together. It's a, it's, you know, we're, we're providing a service for, whatever, you know, the buyer or the seller, but, you know, we're all weathering something we've never been for through together. So, you know, how can I speak to a pandemic? I, I, I can't, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, but like, but you can't speak there, to the market, but I can speak to the market and I can, yeah. and I can, uh, you know, keep my head in the game. And I think that would be the challenge for maybe an agent that's newer that doesn't have you know, as much going on. I have, I have, a, I have a bit going on or a bit in the future or, you know, some people kind of hanging around seeing what's going to happen, you know, yeah. eventually. So I'm, you know, I'm planning for the, for those things, but, um, 
but you know, in a different season of time or a newer agent, maybe you don't have that, but I would say just keep engaged, you know, and, and remember why you're passionate about this job because it is a fantastic job. And, you know, and I, I think about, I think about that. It's a real privilege to walk somebody through a transition and especially in a pandemic. I mean, (laughs) right. You know, what a, what a cool, um, in a sense, you know, we help get to help them navigate and accomplish whatever goals they have in this. So that's a great way of looking at it. I think that optimistic outlook, I mean, granted, not everything is all flowers and roses and that, that transparency piece covers that. Um, but I think also trying to be, uh, you know, and I've said this probably a few times in the last couple of days, which is tough times don't last and tough people do though. Yes. Um, and so just being on the offense almost and how, how, what that looks different for everyone, I think. But do you have any stories that like was your moment of like, I'm going to get through this when you, during mm-hmm. that time, during that recession, like you, it was just that one thing where you're just like, yep. I'm going, I'm moving forward. Like this is, this is, this is going to, I'm going to make it through this. You know, what, what, do you remember a time like that? Um, well, I feel like, um, I did, I, I am somebody of faith. So I remember, um, I've always been somebody that prays. So, Mm -hmm. um, I've always, that's always centered me as a person. So I remember, um, (laughs) <laughs> the day that we could have missed a mortgage payment, I remember um, going on a walk and praying and just, you know, like we do, we cry out to God and say, hey, <laughs> um, you know, I, I actually said, you got to drop it out of the sky. We need some money. <laughs> like, I need, I need some money. And it was, I like got home and then my dad called me and said, honey, I've been thinking about you today. Um, I'm wondering how you're doing you know, I know the market's not good. And so I was like, yeah, actually today I, this is the first day I realized we're not going to be able to pay our mortgage. Mm. And he said, Oh honey, I think grandma has, uh, she's got a little account for you that she's had for years. I'm sure there's at least a couple thousand dollars in there. Mm. And so anyway, long story short, there was $19,000 in that account. So wow. grandma, Um, and that, that money got us through, we never, we never missed, you know, never missed any payments or got really behind or anything. So we were, we were really fortunate, but, but that was an encouragement there to know that, you know, for me and my faith, God was in control. He was looking after me. He heard my prayers and he wasn't going to, you know, uh, you know, forget me or, or whatever. I mean, even if, even if I did miss a payment, you know, I just, I just felt heard. I felt seen and I felt, you know, I felt like my prayers were answered. So that was, that was for me, definitely, you know, a story that comes to mind instantly, you know, and, uh, with that garage sale that we had, um, we, we put out a chair at the very end that was for free. (laughs) <laughs> and somebody paid like $19 for it or something. And it like, it was just funny because we wanted kind of X amount of money. I don't remember what it was, Yeah. but with that $19, it hit that mark. So that was, oh, just wow. it was another like, you know, like feeling seen and heard and all that. And, yeah. and so, and then also just Aaron, you know, again, we were both in real estate together. Um, he, you know, he had to go look for work. And so, 
you know, I think once, once some of, you know, we're, we're with both of us in sales and it dropping to a zero yeah. or taking listings that actually cost us money at the time that we couldn't sell um, yeah. you know, it, it, once some, some of that got sorted, it helped, but, um, but yeah, it really, I, I was, I, you think about those things in life that, that really do change you forever. And, yeah. and you know, if, if somebody says I'm low on money or something, you know, I'm, I'm right there. Like I yeah. understand, I understand that worry, yeah. you know, having little kids and needing to provide food for them or whatever. I mean, it's, it's kind of right there. So yeah. I think that was, that was like a overarching and just the support of our friends and things like that. But there wasn't a moment. I think I'm, I am pretty stubborn and tenacious and I think (laughs) you are, I'm not like somebody that gives up easily. So uh, I think that's maybe some, you know, a trait that maybe helps me out in this job. But, um, so I didn't ever, I actually never really considered stopping. Like, so it it just was, for me, it was a weathering, like, I'm going to get through this. Yeah. And, you know, and as a result, I think it's made me a better agent. For not sure. Naive, you know, to, as I was, you know, I didn't, I didn't realize things could change overnight like that. I knew it in theory, but I felt yeah. then I got to really feel it in a personal way once it happened. You just said something that was, I think is really important. And the, you, you just said that, it never was in your mind to stop. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that, that, that right there is like the nugget or, I mean, you have plenty of nuggets in there. Um, I think that, you know, obviously being transparent with your clients and understanding the data and knowing what's happening in the market at that time, you can't predict necessarily, but you can tell what's happening in that time. So you have the transparency piece, you have the faith piece, you have the um, data piece. But I think the, like one of the biggest things we don't really pay attention to or that we underestimate maybe is just your mind and your mindset. Mm-hmm. Like you yes. just said it, you just said that like it never was, it never crossed your mind that you weren't going to be continuing to real, sell real estate. Yeah. Like you were just going to, you were continue to serve people in real estate. Like mm-hmm. that's big. Yeah. Well, and I love, I love my job. I love it. I do have a passion for it. Like whether I was in the business or not, I would still love beautiful homes. I would still love architecture. I would still love yeah. design. And, but then I do have this love for people and, you know, yeah, I mean, not always all people, you know, some people are <laughs> harder than others, but generally speaking, I, I really do enjoy from start to finish this process that we have and, and then the accomplishing of that goal. I mean, yeah, I have, you have these victories. It's really a cool job in that you have a, a beginning, a middle and an end and it, and, and boom, you know, I, I get to hear those words. I love my house. I, yeah. you, help, you help me find a home. We love it here. We're going to be here yeah. for a long time. You know, those words are really rewarding. So, you know, yeah, um, but- so I love, I love what I do. So, but yeah, you're right. Maybe that grit factor or the, stubbornness that I have, you know, put to good use, I guess is, can help, I suppose. Yeah. And I think most people that are in this position that are doing the real estate thing have that in them, you know, or else they wouldn't be in the game, you know, um, gotta have some, gotta have some grit. You gotta have some tenacity. You gotta be stubborn a little bit. What for, for like brokers that are listening right now, 
who have not, who may be five years in and less, or he makes eight years in or less, who haven't necessarily seen anything like this or had to weather a type of storm like this, what would yeah. be a piece of advice that you would give them right now if they, you know, think of yourself in that situation where things are uncertain? And we were just talking about um, how do you move with certainty in uncertain times? You yeah. know, like um, for a broker who, who hasn't experienced anything like this, what would be your advice to them? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's a time where you can really reflect on your business and, you know, get educated, read some good books that you've maybe you wanted to read, you know, the color of law has been really something I want to get through. Um, and mm -hmm. I have more time to do that. You know, I have more time to kind of think back, think through my pro the processes that I have when I'm, you know, in my business right now and go, wow, what am I, what am I doing? Well, what am I not doing? Well, you know, mm -hmm. what do I need to improve on? So, you know, I, I said the other day, I'm kind of, you know, in a phase of remodeling and I think any agent, you know, can kind of benefit from this added time to invest mm -hmm. in their own practice. And, yeah. um, you know, I've even been re like reviewing a lot of notes that I've had from some really great classes and like sort of topically, you know, I, I'm sort of a, I, I like to see things visually. So yeah. for me, I'm organizing some of these great nuggets that I've learned and, you know, getting a, a book list together and, mm -hmm. but just continuing to grow and, um, you know, and what else? Um, yeah. So like investing in yourself. care of yourself too, I think is a yeah. big thing. Just the mind, the body and the spirit, they're all, they're all interconnected. So if yep. you're eating bad, if you're, you know, staying up too late, you know, all those things are going to really affect you. So 100%. eat well, you know, exercise, all, all that stuff will really help too, just on a, on that kind of le level. And then I think just, um, focusing on others too, you mm -hmm. know, it's, it's been great for us to have um, the sandwiches that we've been making for Salvation Army mm -hmm. or not Salvation Army, but the, the mission, the rescue mission. Rescue mission yeah. And um, I mean, I think that's huge. Just feeling like, Powerful. you know, you can feel a bit helpless, but that, that is just so practical and you can at least help 10 people, you know, by yeah. a meal with a meal or whatever, by making some sandwiches or. Right. Or so that's, that's been, that's been getting me through it too. You know, uh, thank, thank you for that. I think that that's, you just said some really powerful words as far as just the mind and your, you know, your physical spirit and your mental spirit and just, yeah. How do you feed that and feed your soul? And we were just talking before this and I was just saying like, and I actually tweet, I actually said this on someone's Facebook this morning because he was talking about something. He has a son who's a football player going to Ohio state. Uh -huh. and, um, and he was involved in something or whatever. And he just was talking about it this morning. And I just said, you know, it's really, and he's talking about the mindset of like um, in times like this. And I was just like, you know, it's hard to, and this is how I feel. This is me. I'm not projecting this on anyone else, but like for the way I tick in times like this, I buckle down and it's just like, it's hard to break someone who's always, who's it's hard to break somebody who's already been broke. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's physically, spiritually, financially. Um, I've been to that place and I, it's hard to break me now that like being in that position made me even stronger now. So now it's like, you can't break me. Like you can take literally everything away from me and put me on a corner. I'm going to figure it out. Cause I've been here before. 
I know my limits. That's such a great point. Yeah. I don't know. I, and, and the, but a lot of people have maybe haven't been there and it's all relative. It's all depends, you know, someone's breaking broke quote unquote might be spiritually and everyone's is different. Um, everyone's breaking point was different or their rock bottom. What was that? Um, yeah. And so, but at the same time, it's all relative in it and it's you and that's how you, and that's how you perceive it and you move forward and like, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's really a mind. I don't know. I'm, I'm into the brain, you know that. <laughs> so yeah, your mind yeah. is really powerful and where you can take it. Um, it can take you in a lot of different places and there's a lot of stories you can tell yourself, but. Totally. Well, and what I learned from last time is it made me a better agent. Because mm -hmm. flat out, I mean, because sure. you know more, you've experienced more. And so this gives you a perspective and this is so unlike any other, you know, time, but like it's, um, even just financial wise, like just setting yourself up, you know, having, I think a lot of us are going to be thinking about our savings accounts. A preparing for the unexpected. I think that's sure. going to be big for, you know, every, every person. For <laughs> out sure. there. So but yeah. yeah, that resilience, I, I think that's huge what you brought up. That's, that, that is true. And, and, uh, you know, I, I, I also was thinking about how, you know, as much as hard times come and you, you kind of hate it at the time, there is something so amazing that can come from it mm -hmm. you know? and you're never the same again. And, and it's for the better it teaches you what a dollar's worth. Yeah. You um like that grit factor and and what am I going to do to make it through? I mean, it's probably different for everybody, but you know, I feel for the couples that are hit on both sides and, you know, right. Um, just things that are really beyond their control, like just really really feel for people out there with that because right. I, we've been there and that's really really hard. Mm -hmm. but, but in the in the end, you know, they're one way or the other, you're going to get through it, but you're also going to come out stronger and it will probably serve you well in the future. You know, that's a great way to end it off. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I thank thank you for the time. And, uh, you know, I, I, and if people wanted to get in touch with you and talk with you about this or learn more about your experience, how can they get in touch with you? Sure. Um, well, on the internet, <laughs> I can be reached. It has my phone number on, you know, my website, um, uh, on Instagram, uh, Stephanie Sparrow Abode. You can reach out to me a number of ways um, on our Abode uh, website as well. Um, okay. So, yeah, you'll, you can find me that way. All right. And we'll link all those down there in the okay. bottom. So, um, Thank you for your time, Stephanie. It's really, it's such an important conversation. And I don't know, maybe down the road, we'll continue this one because I think it's, it's an ongoing one. Um, yeah. We all need the help and support and words of encouragement. So I thank you. So, someone's going to hear this and it's going to change their trajectory, I think. Thank you, Dave. Thanks so, for the work you're doing too. Really, really, oh. really awesome. And I think awesome content that you're putting out and just, you know, you and Anne are awesome. We, Thank you. I really appreciate you guys. We try. We're, we're trying to fight through this just like everybody else, you know, and uh, you. our mode or my mode for sure is just to 
become more organized, more disciplined. It's kind of a bad thing. Like when we were losing a lot and I, I know I was saying, we're going to cut, maybe I'll cut this out. I don't know. But at stadium, when I was the head coach, we went two and 18, three seasons in a row. And it taught me a lot about myself because, um, I'd had other situations where I'd been broken way more than that. That was nothing. But at the same time, what I learned about was what my natural inclination is to do when things aren't going well. And that is to dig in. Like I just dig in and I'm stubborn as hell. And I just would. And so I needed to like let off a little bit though and give myself some grace and, and lean and I guess trust other people more and trust the process more. And once I let go and just became less tight about it, I like, then we started doing better. And I was just like, huh, interesting. I have to, I have to kind of calm down a little bit and just reflect. I, you still need that internally, but it needs to look different for me in that situation. But I learned, I learned what my mode is. It was just like two and 18. Cool. We're right back after it. Two and 18 again all right, we're buckling down. We're going to, you know, I was not going to quit. I was just, I was like, I am not going out like this. And it taught me a lot about myself. Um, I learned a lot of lessons. So. Absolutely. Yeah. That is so key. Yeah. But I'm going to cut all that because it's not about me. It's about you. uh, (laughs) So anyway, thank you. Thank you for joining. And, um, I will see you around and we really miss having you around the office. We miss, I miss our conversations. I miss having you. I miss seeing you and I miss all of our people. I know. I miss you all too. Yeah. Someday, someday we'll be back. Right. It'll be sweeter than ever. Boy, we won't take that for granted. Just being in each other's presence. I know we really won't. Um, But we, we, we're figuring out how to do that now in this way. So we're, we're doing it. We're making it work. Thank you, Steph. You're amazing. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, Dave. You too. (laughs) Have a great day. All right. Bye. All right. And that wraps up Inside a Boat. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time.